Right. Put that in my pocket. See if it works. <clears throat> so I'm in uh, Cardiff Bay. I'm on my bike. They're setting up for the Eisteddfod, which is, uh, I think it's starting properly tonight. It's uh, Friday afternoon. I just finished uh, work for the day now, or for the week, I suppose. And, uh, and the luck. Fortunately, well, so it's all closed off to cars. There are these big bumps that I have to go over because there's a lot of cables about. Cables have to be run through these uh, ridiculous big lumps, so to watch out for those. And uh, so I'm trying out this app because I was reading about it and it sounds very good. Um, and I did make a podcast once before, but uh, it was uh, quite a technical uh, undertaking. You have to um, do quite a lot of stuff to make it work. So, now we just passed, I think, the BBC. So I'm actually going to just stop here, pretend to look out over the water. But I'm actually watching the BBC. What are they up to? So... This is right next to ATV Wales Studios, I believe they're still there, I hope so. Because um, I once had work experience there for the week. It's great fun. Um, probably, I was a week before I started university, so... You know, I'm not sure I'd even had a job before then, so that was kind of my first experience of work. Yeah. Except for, oh, I did do work experience in a nursery and on a construction site. Also in school. Part-time job at school, unless you count YouTube. Did YouTube for a bit. See, and here I am, six, seven, six, seven years later. I'm still doing stuff like this. Yeah, good person I am, I guess. So, uh, if you don't know who I am, um, my name's Tom. Uh, I don't even know who's working, and I live in uh, in Cardiff, in Wales. This uh, event on right now is actually the Welsh Nationalised Airport. So usually it would be held somewhere else in the country. Uh, but this year, first year in 10 years, it's come to Cardiff. So it's going to be a massive event. It's actually going to be free. So I think what I might actually do is instead of just talking for ages, I'm actually going to have another bit of a ride around and see if I can maybe talk to somebody about what they're looking forward to or something like that. So I'm actually going to end this recording and see what I can do. So I'm here with uh, Adi Carter. Adi Carter. And uh, Adi Carter, what do you do? Um, I'm a member of the International Society for Krishna Consciousness, and we practice spiritual life. Very good. So I've just met Adi Carter here uh, on uh, Mermaid Key, and he's telling me all about the Hare Krishna Center, and you can get a free meal there on on Butte Street. And we have regular programs every Wednesday at 6.30, Friday at 6.30. We teach people to meditate. We teach people about back to yoga, a very powerful type of yoga that frees you from anxiety and all kinds of uh, stress and even physical problems too. So tell me, uh, where, where do we uh, look at these uh, programs? Have you got a website? Or? 
Uh, that's a good question. I'm just visiting from Florida, so I don't really know. But Florida. If you're, yeah, I live in Florida. So, Flo- so uh, it's an international organization. Oh yeah, we've got centers all over the world. We have them in Russia and China and uh, India, Philippines, of course, America, you know, France, Germany, all over the world. We got 660 different centers. And it's a worldwide organization of people who believe in Krishna. Krishna's a name for God, although we don't like to use the word God, but Krishna's a person that descended from the spiritual world 5,000 years ago to teach spiritual wisdom. And one of the books he spoke was called the Bhagavad Gita, which even the guy that invented the atomic bomb, Robert Oppenheimer, he quoted a verse from the Bhagavad Gita, Time I am destroyed the world, behold I become death. Even the language which is written in is called Sanskrit, which is a very complicated language. People can't speak it anymore, it's too complicated. Which means that people actually became less intelligent. We've devolved, we have an evil. So don't believe in uh, evolution because it's definitely not a fact. There's so much evidence against it. But the problem is modern society, people are very misled. And therefore, nobody's happy because it's become a very materialist society. All the best buildings in the world are all cathedrals and beautiful churches and temples because in the previous days, people actually had an understanding of a supreme being. Now it's all totally materialistic. We listen to mundane scientists who are totally imperfect. They have agendas. They've destroyed the planet. So we need to wake up and realize we're spiritual beings and that you can't be happy just leading a materialistic life. Very interesting, thank you. Well, I'm afraid I was only able to meet one person to speak to. I did speak to one or two other people who were sort of standing by themselves and thought they might be up for a chat, but it's actually very difficult to talk to people. Um, it's, uh, journalism business is harder than it looks. So, well, harder than it sounds, I suppose. Uh, so the man I did speak to, as you just heard, he was uh, an American, um, Flor- Floridan, Floridan? Florida man, <laughs> as they say. Um, and he was a Hare Krishna monk of sorts. So I don't know if he actually is a monk, but he certainly gave me a book of vegan cooking. So I suppose I'll give it a go. Um, good thing about vegan cooking, of course, it's very cheap, so I will uh, probably give you one or two of those recipes later on. I did pay him for it, I did pay him £2, but I feel a bit mugged off, yeah? I'm just a nice guy, you know, I, uh, I don't like to, uh, don't like to take things off people and not pay. Yeah. Somebody speaks to me, I try and talk back to him. If I, you know, I did try and get a little bit of an interview out, out of him, but then he kept talking to me afterwards, he kept saying, uh, I used to tell you all about the organization and his uh, grand theory, which is like the Big Bang is rubbish, no such thing as evolution. Um, because the world is so logical, science couldn't even have made it. It's obviously Krishna. Obviously. So he's fully convinced of that. Just uh, passing a car there. I'm actually on a road, but it's a very quiet road, so. I think I'm right to do a bit of chatting. Yeah, so he was a bit, uh, not really the person I expected to speak to at the Ice Dead Fod. 
but I do intend to try and speak to some real Welsh people, obviously. I'm a real Welsh person, I suppose, in a way. There's a car passing. Let go. Well, let her go. She still passed close, you know, it's like, go on, safe. She still passed close, so what happens? And now they're having a little traffic jam, so, you know, she has really saved herself any time at all. Oh, well, you could have indicated earlier, you know? I swear, nobody in Cardiff can drive. They really should all be forced to bicycle everywhere. That's, uh, that's not a hot take, that's just a fact. There's a wonderful, um, wonderful language being spoken there, I don't know who it was. Not Welsh, I wouldn't have said. And now there's some corns in the road, so. Oh. Okay. So we'll see. Um, we'll see. We go again tomorrow and we'll see who we can speak to. I guess. So uh, I'm here with uh, Gethin Watkins. In Watkins. And Gethin Watkins is part of Food Not Bombs, is that right? Uh, yes, it is. Is that all right? And uh, Food Not Bombs is? Well, uh, Food Not Bombs, it initially started in California. It's basically an anarchist uh, cooperative where there are little organizations across the world in lots of different locations. And the basic premise is we take donated food uh, that would otherwise be thrown away and we cook it for people and then we serve it for anyone who needs it. So it serves... Uh, feeding people that are hungry, so a lot of homeless people or lots of poor people as well. Um, but on like another level, it's showing that we can accomplish things without uh, the need of money, and you know, so we can uh, feed people without uh, huge sums of money, and we should be feeding people instead of war. So it also carries a kind of anti-war um, message as well. Yeah. So it's a very um, out in the street activism. Oops, I catch that now. Uh, yeah, so um, a lot of us are also involved in lots of other like uh, movements as well. So we are working with um, to stop the arms fairs that's been happening in Cardiff um, as well, uh, and we all like uh, donate our time to lots of different causes as well, obviously. Um, but this is kind of a main kind of a thing that we're all involved in. Yeah, wonderful. So um, I actually was inspired to come along this week because I don't know if you know my friend uh, Lona Corner, Lona, Lona Pritchard. No. Oh, okay. Maybe not then. She posted on Instagram last week. She does. Uh, she runs one of the comedy nights in Cardiff. How comedy? Uh-huh. So I follow her Instagram, and I I I, I did it before. Met too long before, but she posted about it, and I said, you know what? Friday afternoons I have off nowadays. Yes. So I'm coming out about. Yeah. So if somebody wants to come and help out, uh, what do you recommend them doing? Well, I first recommend they come down on the Friday afternoons and just like come talk to everyone, um, see what it's about and see if they like it, um, have a feel of what it's like. And then I think to put your name down, uh, to take some leaflets, you can like our Facebook page, which is just Food Not Bombs Cardiff or Boydnid Bomyai Kairdiz. And then... 
you can just put your name down for whatever shifts you want to do and we basically do Thursday evenings we cook everything and then Fridays we um, serve it all to the public and there's lots of little jobs that need doing so it's quite a big project which is why it's very helpful to have lots of different people involved so everyone can do a little bit um, to contribute to something bigger yeah so another question this might be a bit more controversial so I know we've got a bit of an anarchic tradition in Wales with the Rebecca riots and things like that haven't we going back mm-hmm. in time and the Estethol's on next week. Yeah. So are you guys involved in the Estethol at all? Um, no, but I mean, a couple of us, there's quite a few Welsh people, so we're all going to have a look. I'm a big Estethol fan. I love it. So what are you most looking forward to? Um, it's like messing around on the mice, really. I'm not paying to get into the actual <laughs> stuff. Uh, I'm not, Wait, is there anybody here, Dominic? Uh, no, no, no. Uh, but I mean, like, I'm, I used to compete in things when I was younger, as did like most people, I think, when they were in school, but... It's kind of a nostalgic thing as well, and um, I'm showing some of my English friends a bit of Welsh culture and to try and, you know, show them what it's all about. So if there's one event you think that people should go to this week, what do you think it should be? In the Southwood? Or, or anywhere in Cardiff? Oh. I'm, I, don't, I don't leave the house very much. I don't know what's going on in Cardiff. <laughs> all right, no problem. <laughs> be lovely speaking to you. Uh, goodbye. All right, thank you very much. Well, it was nice. Yes, I did like Gethin. And I did promise him. We had a good chat, actually, after that short interview. Uh, he talked about the project a little bit more. And he talked about doing his, uh, doing his degree in uh, June. Uh, no, he, no, he did uh, sociology in Liverpool. And he said he did so well, he's now doing a master's in social research. And they're not charging them anything for it, so and that's a hell of a success, isn't it? Now I've just gone past in Boot Park. This amazing den. So they're actually making dens here, which is fantastic. No, I don't think I'm gonna stop again though. I think that's an event for the kids. Although I might do actually. So Yeah, I'll just stop you. Come back later. Glad I stopped because uh, the lady spoke to just now was actually really nice. Yeah, she's uh, lovely. She's from the RSPB, she was. Um, she did ask me to try and join, but um, I don't think I have the room in my budget really to join uh, any uh, organisations to be a supporter. I'm not sure I even got the room in my budget to support anybody on Patreon or like that. And do you know what? I reckon it's going to rain. Yeah, pretty sure it's going to rain. It's the first time it's rained in bloody ages. So, I might try and find some trees to shelter under us. Um, let me see. But uh, she's really nice. So she talked to me about the little project they have on there, which is they're trying to... I don't think they're really educating the kids. I think they're just giving them something to do that has, you know, gives them a better appreciation of the woodlands by uh, getting them to make dens and things like that. 
But of course they are the RSPB, so they want them to know, learn a little bit about birds and wildlife. Things birds eat, like lichen, lichen, which is a useful little substance that grows on trees. Unlike money, famously. And they're just passing through Boot Park now, and I really do think it's going to pour down. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to keep going, and when it starts to really hammer it down, I've got no coke or anything. So I'm just going to have to duck into some cover. It should be up in the, the, the foliage up here, so it should be right. But the um, well, the challenge there, of course, is going to be getting out of it uh, once the rain, or you know, waiting for the rain to stop. Of course, such is life here in Wales. You never know. Welsh summer, you never know when the rain is going to hit. And of course, being a bicyclist here, yeah, without a coat, without a breathable jacket. I'm not really sure how to handle it when it does hit. So that's something I'm going to have to keep in mind. I've now spoken to three people on my little uh, journey home here. So I spoke to the Hare Krishna man. And I mean, three people I spoke to before a decent amount of time, obviously. Spoke to the Hare Krishna guy from Florida. And now I, I did get his name, but it was quite, um, didn't quite catch it really. Um, and he was interesting, but to be honest, you know, when you speak to somebody and even when I wasn't interviewing him, it felt like he was giving me a sales pitch. Obviously, I know when people get interviewed, that's the thing. As soon as you bring the phone out to the mic, they start getting all uh, professional. Much different to the way when they were just chatting with you. But, uh, that guy really did just you know, have no off switch. He was just... Pure American, like, such an American. And you can really tell, like, you had no idea what the stealth it was. Gethin, I really like Gethin. I think I might join him with his little Food Not Bombs project he's involved with. Um, I don't think we live in a country where uh, we can be denied jobs and things for being part of an anarchist group, so hopefully that shouldn't affect anything else for me. It should just be a fun little hobby. And this lady I just spoke to, Helen from the RSPB, I got some uh, pamphlets off her about does involve plastic pollution, so that'll be useful for the sprout next week. So obviously look out for that if you do read The Sprout, which if you don't know, is the website uh, that I do a favour to work for as part of my job at Promo Gumry, which this podcast is not affiliated with, I might point out. This is just a little hobby I'm trying out for today. I'm just passing over Blackwear now. I'll be back here later on. I might walk, visit my friend Roland. Although I might go out to see. So I'll come back to the house now and we'll see what happens when I get there.